Do you have goals for your life? Do you want to grow in God? Join me as we deep dive into real and relevant strategies that ignite you to seek God and slay goals. Hey, y'all. Get ready for a discussion about life, business, relationships, and more, all from a biblical perspective. And I'm your host, Felicia L. Henry. Good morning. Well, it's not even morning. Well, it's morning at the time of this recording, but whenever you are listening to this morning, afternoon, evening, night, hey, everybody. It has been so long, I feel like, since I have been here on the podcast with you guys, and I'm so excited. It's 2021. We're actually about to go into the second quarter very soon. It's March. Happy Women's History Month. Um, And kudos to all of the amazing women who are out here doing amazing things. Um, I'm just excited to be here with you guys today for season two, the kickoff of season two of the podcast. And um, this is kind of like our intro episode for season two. We have some great interviews lined up. Um, The lineup is going to look a little different for season two. We're going to release episodes every other Friday. And then at the end of the season, the season, which is only going to be four months, March, April, May, June, at the end of the season, I will close us out with another episode. And then whenever I feel led, you know, I'll throw some bonus episodes in there. So make sure you guys are subscribed, make sure you are sharing and listening and all that great jazz. So today I'm not going to be on here really, really long. This will be a pretty brief episode, um, but I wanted to just check in, see how everybody is doing, give you all updates about what's happening with Seek God Slay Goals. Um, what I can tell you is if you were a part of the Facebook group, the Facebook group has been archived. It really was just a lot to manage and It just really wasn't an effective space. I personally didn't think. Um, So just make sure you all are connecting with us on our Facebook page and on our Instagram page. We also have an email list. So make sure you stay connected with us in those areas. We also are going to be starting a monthly Bible study. Um, And so we used to do it weekly. I really wasn't consistent with the weekly all the time. But I know I can commit to a monthly Bible study. And so our first one is going to be on April the 1st. If you're following us on Instagram, you've already seen the promo for it. And I'm excited because I literally already have the next few topics already picked out. I didn't pick them out. Holy Spirit gave them to me. So I'm excited about what these Bible studies are going to look like. So for the first one, we're going to be talking about the nine gifts of the Spirit versus um, the fruits of the spirit. And so we're really going to be going back to foundational teachings. You know, I feel like a lot of times we're just regurgitating stuff that we hear people say, preachers, pastors, people on social media. And we really have to just kind of open up our Bibles and study it for ourselves. So we're going back to um, these just foundational principles. And that's what the first study is going to be focused on, the gifts of the spirit versus the fruits of the spirit okay so make sure you're ready make sure you have your notebook um it's going to be streamed on facebook and our youtube page as well so those are all of the announcements for now um i'll keep you guys updated as other things transpire but today i really wanted to just um come in and talk to you guys about this whole idea of being covered 
And it's really just from, you know, just personal experience that I've had this year. Um, If you're my friend on Facebook, then you saw a post that I did maybe back in February about being covered. And I just kind of wanted to share that with my podcast listeners and expound upon it a little bit more. You know, at the top of the year, top of the year of 2021 was a little bit challenging for me just because of some life circumstances, some decisions, and I was not not struggling in my faith, but I was, you know, when you, you get into a sticky situation and like if you're, if you, when you were younger and you did something that you know you wasn't supposed to do and then you kind of have to let your parents know, there's kind of like this uneasiness about going to your parents and you don't know how they're going to feel, you don't know how they uh, feel towards you afterwards. And so that's kind of the space that I was in with God. It was kind of like this uneasiness, like, oh man, this decision that I made, it it's changing circumstances in my life. And it was like, okay, God, like, how are you really feeling about me? And, you know, is our relationship still going to be intact? Are you still going to um, be able to use me? Are you, you know, do you, I knew that he still loved me the same way, but those were some of the feelings that I was having, um, in the beginning of the year. And so for me, God kind of sends messages to me, um, in my dreams. Um, he'll, you know, get messages to me through my dreams. That's just one of the ways, uh, that he speaks to me. And so after about a month or so of kind of having these feelings. I had this dream in February. So I'm going to share with you guys um, what the dream was and then talk about it a little bit more. So basically what happened in the dream, I was guilty of something. I don't, I don't remember what it was, but in the dream, I was guilty of something. And then there were these people who were basically looking for me. They were searching for me. And because I knew that I was guilty, I was, you know, I was running away from these people and then I was hiding. And when I was hiding, this particular place I was hiding, it was like I was laying on the floor and I was halfway hidden. Right. And so that's the first thing, like, especially in our faith walk and in our relationship with God, like when we know we're guilty of something, sometimes we instead of just going to God and apologizing or repenting a lot of times we hide from him you know we don't want to go into his presence you know we feel ashamed for what we might have done and so you know that's kind of what happened in the dream you know I was hiding I was laying on this floor and then this person who was a part of the quote-unquote search party in the dream the person they saw me right they saw me I was on the floor halfway hidden so like half of my body was exposed and then the other half was like under this, I don't know, bed type of thing. Um, so when they saw me, right, because I fit the description, because I was already hiding, which was already suspicious, they should have questioned me, right? Logically, they should have said, hey, what are you doing? You know, you look like the person that we're looking for. Um, they should have questioned me, Right. But in the dream, instead of questioning me, they literally, because there was like a little cover over me, halfway over me, um, instead of questioning me or condemning me, they pulled this cover over me so that I was fully covered. And the way that they, that they did it, they did it with a 
with a sense of care, right? No words were exchanged in this interaction. They didn't say anything to me, um, but it was just this gesture. They saw me, they knew who I was. And instead of questioning me or condemning me, they just gently covered me so that nobody else would be able to, to you know, see me. They were protecting me, right? This gesture had provided a sense of protection. And for me, like when I woke up, I'm always kind of like amazed that God will literally send messages to me in my dream. And I said one time on Facebook that I'm amazed that he will seek me out and search for me in my dreams, even in times when I'm not searching for him or looking for him. So when I woke up, for me, that was reassurance that regardless of what was going on in my life, you know, regardless of the circumstances, the decisions I had made, that I was still covered, that God still cared, and that I was still under his His covering, I was still under his, his protection, and that um, I was still his child, that, you know, all of those things, right, in spite of mistakes I might have made, that I was still covered, right, I was still under his grace, and so that was a blessing for me, and I just kind of wanted to share that with you guys, because I think a lot of times we, you know, when we make a mistake, um, kind of like that Tyler Perry movie, we feel like we've fallen from, <laughs> we've fallen from grace, um, but, you know, if you are truly his child, and if you have repented, and, and, and pause, let's talk about repentance, um, because a lot of times we throw around the word repentance, but we don't actually repent, right? Repentance is a, um, it's a change of action. It's a, a, a change of heart, right? You're changing your mind about something and you're not doing the same thing over and over and over again. That's not repentance. If you say sorry and you keep doing the same thing over and over again, that's not repentance. Repentance is actually turning. It's actually changing your heart and your mind. And so if you're actually, if you make a mistake and you're, if you've repented, Right. That is what the faith is all about. It's about it's about God's love and how you are under his blood. Right. How you're no longer under the law. But yes, you do have to, you know, ask for forgiveness and repent. And so if that's the case for you and you've done that right, it's really easy to get caught up in this whole space of of feeling shameful or guilty. Right. And that's what the enemy wants. Right. Because if you feel like you're ashamed. If you feel guilty, then you're you're going to be distracted by that. You're not going to want to continue to do what those things that God has has called you and told you to do. Right. You're going to feel like you're unworthy. And that's what the enemy wants. Right. He basically wants to stop you from doing those things that God has created you to do. And so my encouragement to you is if you have fallen, if you have made a mistake, right, you can't be worried about what people are going to think that's between you and God. And if you have, like the Bible tells us to do, um, if you have confessed your sin and, you know, if you have repented, then you you should stand firm on the the thought that you are still covered, right? That you are still covered. Now, I do also want to talk about um, because also when I think about this whole idea of being covered, I think sometimes when it comes to 
the Bible, we declare and we claim um, scriptures, we claim promises that we're technically maybe not eligible for. So especially during this whole um, pandemic, one of the scriptures that a lot of people were, you know, kind of quoting and claiming for themselves was um, in Psalms 91. And you know, I guess I can read it. It's only 16 verses. So I'll read Psalms 91 and then I'll kind of go back and talk about the specific verses that I heard um, people kind of claiming for themselves. But I'll also explain why I felt like it was problematic. So Psalms 91, and I'm reading from the King James Version. Psalms 91, it says, he that, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His, tr his truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day nor for the pestilence that walketh in the darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Now, first of all, let me just say Psalms 91 verse 11 is one of my favorite scriptures. I just think it's so powerful and mind-blowing. He says, for he shall give his angels charge over thee. Um, there's another version of this that says he will command his angels c concerning you. I just think that's so powerful that God thinks enough of us or that he, he loves us so much that he is literally commanding his angels as it relates to us and in, in our lives and to keep us safe and to keep us protected. So that's one of my favorite verses. But if you go up in verse um, 10, this is a verse that a lot of people were kind of claiming and quoting during the pandemic because, you know, the media had kind of, you know, promoted it as a, a plague. Um, the coronavirus, they had they promoted it as like a pandemic or a plague. And so a lot of people were quoting um, Psalms 91.10, which says, There shall no evil befall thee. Neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling, right? So they're saying there's no plague that's going to come near my dwelling. I'm protected. But 
you can only claim that scripture or, you know, decree and declare that scripture for yourself and it be true and valid if you have kind of fit the prerequisites, which are listed above in verse nine. And so the prerequisite is that you have to have made the Lord your habitation, right? Verse nine, it says, because thou hast made the Lord, uh, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling, right? And so if you're not making the Lord your habitation, as it says in verse 9, then you can declare verse 10 for yourself. And I feel like a lot of times we... We only pull out the scriptures and the blessings that we want to apply to our lives, but we don't also look, you know, just a little, a few verses ahead to see, okay, what was the prerequisite for them to receive this blessing? And not saying that every blessing has a prerequisite, but a lot of them do. And so I really just want to encourage you to be mindful of that and to really just read, read the Bible. Let's read the Bible a little bit more. Um, So... Just know that, yes, you're covered, but sometimes there's prerequisites. Um, I really just wanted to come on. My whole aim is to really push you closer to God, literally push you to a place where you are desiring to seek God, right? And seek him first. That's it's We're very intentional with the name of this brand, Seek God, Slay Goals. We want you to seek God Um, Before your job, before your relationships, before your personal ministries, before your family, right? Um, According to Matthew 6 and 33, right? Seek, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. And so we have to, as we are seeking him, right, we have to really understand the principles of the Bible. We have to understand, you know, sometimes the prerequisites of blessings, right? We have to understand the way God operates. And the only way to do that is to really get into the scriptures. And so I want to encourage you um, to get into your scriptures. I want to encourage you to know what the Bible says um, so that you can stand on those those promises, so that you can stand on those those blessings that he has for you and decree them and declare them, right? You don't want all of that to be in vain, Um So, yeah, that's all that I wanted to share with you guys today. I'm going to hop off of here now because my voice is like you have not podcasted in so long and it was acting up. So I need to go get me some tea. But make sure you guys are staying connected. I want to see you all in Bible study April the 1st. And make sure you share this out with somebody who needs to hear it. Okay, so I will. See you all in the next episode. Again, we have some amazing interviews lined up, so make sure you stay tuned. Thank you for tuning in to the Seek God Slay Goals podcast. Stay connected with us on Facebook and Instagram at Seek God Slay Goals.